Hey guys, Joe here talking to you about the Beach Boys. I have been watching the uh, Live at Nebworth concert on DVD from uh, 1980. I noticed there's a sign on stage, well actually off stage, that says don't panic. Do you notice that? It's um, sometimes when you see, when Bruce is in a shot, you can see the sign. It says don't panic. It just kind of looks like Maybe it looks like it's in Brian's point of view, <laughs> like he can see it from there. Not sure about that. Maybe that's just me reading into it. Uh, although it would be good advice for him to see it, or for anyone, it's pretty good advice. But I noticed that. Don't panic. Uh, anyway, when I think of this concert, I think about Dennis. Um, he just takes over in a lot of ways. I think it's um, it's quite wonderful to see him. It's, uh, kind of earthy, warm, he's got a lot of passion going, it's like he's on fire, and uh, he's energetic and just alive. Um, it's very inspiring to see. I think um, a lot of people try to do that kind of thing on stage, but it's either, either there or not. You know, in his case, in this particular concert, it's just so completely there. He's got like every cell of his being is buzzing with energy and... Um, it's a wonderful thing to see. And I think he puts it into his drumming as well, and, and sometimes his singing, and it's just that presence, the way he is all over the stage, and the camera seems to, seems to be on him a lot for very obvious reasons. You know, he's the one who sort of um, comes to live the most. He's very physical, and um, I hate to say it, but he's, he's kind of a star. You know, in the real sense of the word, whatever that means. It's just so clear in, in his uh, passion and the way that he's able to um, express it. You know, and it, it can't be faked. Maybe it can be faked, but in this case, it just um, it's just overflowing his just amount of energy. And if you've seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I like the way he goes up to Brian and gives him a kiss on the head and he seems to be like supporting him and um, Dennis seems really appreciative that, that Brian is there and, and um, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of, of um, Brian's band nowadays in a way that they support him in, in, in small and big ways but it's there and um, I enjoy all the drumming we get to see him do, um, maybe especially Surfing USA, he seems to be having a lot of fun there, and he's uh, interacting with uh, Mike Maros, I think it is, they're having a lot of fun, and it just seems that every moment he's there, except when he takes a break, I notice, <laughs> uh, I think that was during some of Al Jardine's songs. Anyway, um, Brian. Brian looks terrified, and um, that's pretty sad. I know it's wonderful that he's there at all, and kind of a miracle, but, um, well, his voice is so-so, I mean, we don't really get to hear him a lot, but uh, I notice his voice doesn't really seem to be connected to his body. It seems to be on automatic, you know, that he, has, he sings, it's okay, but it, it just seems like it's his voice is just somewhere out there, his body is someplace else, or just barely there. And uh, that's a bit sad, but I mean, considering everything, it is amazing that he's there at all, so that's certainly wonderful to see. 
And it's funny how when they start doing, uh, keeping the summer alive, it seems like, <laughs> like he wakes up a little bit and starts pounding on the piano. And for a few moments there, it seems like he's feeling the music and um, experiencing the music a little bit. And I like when uh, Dennis is introducing Brian during Surfer Girl and he, he sort of looks on when Brian starts singing and Dennis looks really proud. And... Um, The camera is rarely on Brian. We don't really get to see him up close a lot, and, and uh, he seems to be often on stage. And, um, you know, again, it's amazing that he's there at all, or that he was there at all. So um, very nice to have the entire band there. And, of course, we have Carl, who... Um, well, he's such a pro, isn't he? He's got that wonderful combination of being a very professional musician and singer and also has that, those special qualities, you know, those kinds of that warmth. Um, he's very calm. He seems to be very comfortable in his own skin. Um, he's grounded and yet unearthly talented. And that's a good combination. Um, and, you know, he's sort of born to sing, it seems like, but he's also comfortable on stage and um, he seems to be having fun a lot of time. I like him, how he sort of attacks during Keeping the Summer Alive. And uh, it seems like they rehearsed Keeping the Summer Alive, I noticed. That song seems rehearsed um, in a good way, but uh, maybe a lot of the others, not so much. You know, they're, just, uh, they're doing their thing, they know their songs. But that one, it seems like they really got it together uh, the way they wanted to do it. Um, Mike Love. Well... Mike has this habit that I find pretty annoying, which is that he gestures to illustrate the lyrics while he's singing them a lot, like he's miming them, but he's also singing, so really no reason to mime the words. I just find that so annoying, and, and I think it rather takes away from the, the meaning and, and weight of the words than adds anything to it. Um, and oddly enough, it gives him a bit of an insecure um, makes him seem in insecure, like he doesn't know what to do, like he can't just stand there and sing. And, you know, I know a lot of people say he's such a great showman and everything, and he certainly seems to like being on stage, but in terms of actually singing the songs, he seems to add a lot of things, and he's doing all these gestures, and I just think it looks ridiculous. Um, and I don't hate Brian or anything, uh, sorry, Mike, but I just... Um, really think that's an annoying habit uh, to have. Also, I do notice that Brian does that a lot nowadays on stage. He mimes or, or, or gestures to illustrate the lyrics, and uh, I don't like anyone doing that, actually. I think, again, it takes away from the words rather than adds to it, but um, in Brian's case, at least, you know, he has that history of stage fright, and you can certainly understand just trying to do anything to be comfortable, and uh, Mike doesn't seem to have stage fright, so I don't really know the reason why does it? It just seems insecure somehow. It just doesn't make any sense. And um, I just wish he would stop. <laughs> um, and another thing, and again, this is not sort of Mike Love bashing because I know that there are, you know, it's a bit of a complex issue. But um, he doesn't really seem to be making an effort in terms of, of having his voice carry or, or having his singing be just as strong as it can be. It really doesn't seem like he's making an effort towards the singing. 
Uh, he does a lot of gesturing. I'll give him that. He makes a lot of effort towards gesturing. But um, in terms of his voice, I just think that he has a better voice, even live, than, than we get to hear this particular concert. Um, and it really, again, it doesn't seem like he's putting a lot of effort into it. And I think that's a shame. You know, why not do it? You're there, and <laughs> he seems to be happy to be there and everything. And um, let's see, Al Jardine. Well, I have nothing against Al. I think he seems like a really nice person. And um, But it just seems like you, you, you put him on a stage next to, say, Dennis Wilson, and it's like Al's not even there. I mean, his presence is like zero. And, um, you know, again, I'm not trying to be mean. I just, to me, Al is not an interesting performer, um, at least not live. And uh, I thought it was funny how excited <laughs> he gets when uh, the intro of uh, his song, Lady Linda, starts playing and he gets an applause and Al's all like, yay! But he didn't write it, you know, Johann Sebastian Bach wrote that intro. So I really think that's what they're applauding. I'm not sure Lady Linda was the song that everyone was like, yay, they just heard something beautiful that they recognized. But anyway, Al seems so excited, so uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, I noticed how he gets up to Brian at one point as well and, and asks him if he's doing okay. And, and uh, I guess everyone is taking care of Brian a little bit. It's nice to see. Uh, Bruce Johnston. Um, Bruce seems to be like such a harmonious guy, and certainly that's true here. He's very low key. He doesn't really has um, any lead vocals to do or anything like that in this particular concert. But I have to say, if you look at him a bit, um, he seems to be very valuable on stage for this concert, and I'm sure many other concerts, but. I get the impression that he is keeping some things together and that he is um, certainly not just playing his part and uh, parts and, and taking his money or anything. He's, he's happy to be there and he seems to be taking some responsibility on, um, in terms of keeping it together. And uh, I like that about him. And I think um, he's a good musician, obviously, he has great musical ability or. Um, and uh, he adds something, but he doesn't, um, you know, since they have Brian there and they have all the originals Beach Boys, I think it was a good choice not to have, you know, Bruce's songs or have him up there. He just contributes in his own low-key way, and that's, um, that's a pretty good thing. And all in all, I'm really happy that we have this concert, that it was filmed, and, um, and, um, there's a lot of things to um, appreciate about it. Of course, it is difficult, you know, Carl and Dennis being gone and, and seeing how much they had to give and, and uh, share. It's, uh, it's really sad, you know, every, every time I'm reminded of, of their um, sort of greatness but also their uniqueness, it is really sad that they were lost so early. And, um, I had a response from a listener who shared her view on Live at Nebworth. Let's see, it's Cindy, and this is what she wrote about Live at Nebworth. I feel that the Nebworth concert DVD was superb. Here you have all of the original members of the Beach Boys present, and here they are at their peak vocally, especially Carl Wilson. 
He seemed so much stronger here in his vocal performance, giving it all he had. Always the most beautiful voice, but here is where we start to see his real talent. Performance-wise, it doesn't get much better than this one. The DVD is extraordinary and makes the watcher feel like they're really there. The excitement of the concert really hits home. And that's what Cindy wrote. Thank you for sharing, Cindy. And uh, that's it for me this time. And if you want to share your opinions on Nebworth, please do. Beachboyspodcast at gmail.com or just go to thebeachboyspodcast.podbean.com and leave a comment. Thanks for listening. Bye.